Warning, the podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs. The people who are doing life wrong. The speed bumps of life. The people that are in your way every day. The unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills that are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation, it's not just a podcast, it's a movement. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Yes, you do, and this is episode 193. Free Build Back Better hat with every follow. Hats not in existence. Fans first. Shouts out to Simply Sam from Abuja, Nigeria, Josie Cruz, Purple Bear, and Linda Bonar, and Silas in Akron, Ohio. And as I've always said, car folk is the best folk. And I want to give a shout out to a man I met at a car show in Ohio, Michael Zetz, publisher of Go Drive Magazine. If you're looking for a used car, a classic, or a hot rod in Youngstown, Cleveland, Akron, or Canton, Ohio, or Pittsburgh or Erie, Pennsylvania, check out GoDriveMagazine.com. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Hit me! Topic number one. Did you know if you're anything but heterosexual, meaning E-wins, remember that from episode 147, everyone who is not straight, if you're anything but E-wins, you cannot be teased or have your sexuality even mentioned for any reason because hate or anxiety or is it the amateur's truth. Pick one. Here we go. Okay, while I'm more of a metalhead, I do like all kinds of music, including some country. I should say I'm more of an old-school country music fan. In fact, I was on the radio at a country station for a year or so on the weekends while I was in college working at another radio station. Just one of the three jobs I had so I could pay for college myself, rather than asking strangers to cover my tuition like in today's world. But I digress. This article from the Daily Beast. Here's your headline. Jason Aldean dumped by PR firm after wife's transphobic Instagram post. The article says country music star Jason Aldean has been ditched by his PR firm of 17 years in the wake of a transphobia row surrounding his wife, Brittany. Aldean, 45, has also been criticized for responding with humor, and that is key, to a clip Brittany uploaded to Instagram recently in which she thanked her parents for, quote, not changing, quote, her gender when she was in a, quote, tomboy phase, quote. LMAO, Jason Aldean replied in the comments, I'm glad they didn't too, because you and I wouldn't have worked out. On Thursday, PR company Green Room said it had released Aldean as a client. Why? What's the problem? What did Jason Aldean say... That was illogical. Did he call anyone a name? Did he make fun of a group of people? Did he use a racial slur or derogatory sexual term? Hypothetical. If, capital I-F, if his wife's parents would have indeed changed her gender simply because she was going through a tomboy phase and had tomboy tendencies when she was a young girl, 
then yeah, Jason Aldean probably would not have met her, let alone dated her or married his wife, himself knowing that he is heterosexual and is attracted to biological women. <laughs> the article says music has always been and remains the green room's core focus, so we had to make the difficult decision after 17 years to step away from representing Jason. Tyne Parrish, co-owner of the Nashville-based company, told Billboard magazine, We aren't the best people for the gig anymore, but we'll always be big fans of his music. He is one of the greatest live entertainers in country music. So you will take your hit financially, that is 10% of one of the greatest live entertainers in country music, for not your principles, but your knee-jerk reaction to a benign statement that did not make fun of any one person or sexuality, but rather the circumstances that would have prevented your client meeting his current wife. But at least you look noble to all those thousands of transgendered people that will be loyal to your PR firm? Yeah, that was a dumb business decision. It just was. And by the way, you've had him as a client for 17 years. You know what kind of person he is of good moral character and a good work ethic and brings them the money for your PR firm, but no sense of loyalty. Zero. He committed no crime. He didn't even make fun of anybody. He didn't. It's that knee-jerk reaction. And of course, Amateur Nation loves a good pity party and lives by the Misery Loves Company and Never let a good crisis go to waste philosophy. This follow-up story from the Daily Beast once again. Here's your headline. Marin Morris doesn't feel comfortable going to CMA Awards after row with Brittany Aldean. We all know how much amateurs can't stand to even be uncomfortable. Everything in life must be pleasure and easy and without conflict. Amateurs must go through life in public with constant praise, ease, and not even a hint of being around people they don't like. Sure, they could always opt to not talk to those people or be around them in close proximity, but then who would know of their anxiety and displeasure? Marin Morris, if you are listening, which you're not, you do know you don't have to talk or see Brittany Aldean, right? It's a big award show. You could always steer clear of her if your precious values are at risk. You have handlers and security to protect you from the horrific influence of someone who thinks different from you. You gotta love how weak-willed and weak-minded amateurs are. I mean, look, I get not wanting to participate in something because you have standards. I left California for that very reason. Also see the long list of companies I will no longer do business with because of bad customer service or products. But this is clearly bullshit posturing. This, like most moves by Amateur Nation, is a cry for attention. If she really wanted to make a statement, Marin Morris would simply not show up to the CMAs. And then, after the fact, if and when asked, could state her case. But this, this is a preemptive strike in an attempt to steal thunder, thunder of which was never intended by Jason and or Brittany Aldean in the first place. It's also a passive-aggressive virtue signaling stunt. Here's the best part. The article says, Country star Marin Morris says she's considering not going to this year's CMA Awards. By the way, stop calling them the CMA Awards. They're the CMAs, Country Music Awards. You're saying CM, the Country Music Award Awards? This is an article... In a magazine. 
Anyway, she says she's not considering going to this year's CMAs after her very public falling out Jason Aldean's, uh, with Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany. So now we're letting the world know not what we're doing or not doing, but also what we're considering maybe is up for grabs now. Which is a dumb move because now if she does go to the CMAs, she looks like she's not living by her precious emotions and principles. She's hypocritical. And if she doesn't go, she only deprives herself of a once-in-a-lifetime experience, something she'll regret as she gets older and gains more common sense and learns to think for herself. The article says despite her album Humble Quest being nominated for Album of the Year, Morris told the LA Times that she has yet to decide if she will attend the event on November 9th where Jason Aldean has been nominated for Musical Event of the Year. She said, I'm very honored that my record is nominated, but I don't know if I feel at home there right now. So many people I love will be in that room and maybe I'll make a game time decision and go. Nice. So cover your ass. So there will, there, there will be a lot of people you love there. Yeah, don't focus on the, all the people that you love. Let the one person who you can always avoid ruin your special night. But in the meantime, by the way, she's going. Tr- trust me on this. She, she, attention whores can't pass off the upper. Are you kidding me? She gets the attention from this stupid publicity stunt. She'll get asked about it on the red carpet. Then she'll maybe win an award. She'll at least be nominated. Why would any amateur turn down a chance to get attention, good or bad? They live by that. They don't, who cares? People are looking at me and talking about me. She'll get a twofer. She'll get the red carpet questions. How do you feel with Jason Aldean here being with his wife, Brittany? Then if she wins an award, another one. And if she gets, oh God, if she wins an award, you know there's a chance to do some serious politicizing and virtue signaling up on stage. Why would any amateur pass that up? But she says, but as of right now, I don't feel comfortable going. Morris comments, uh, Boris's comments came after Brittany Aldean made a transphobic joke on Instagram last, last month. By the way, that was not a transphobic joke. I'm a comedian. I know that I know when a joke is being said. She made a funny comment to her husband. <sighs> Sparking backlash. You don't want to spark a backlash. That's a those are that's a nice combination of two. Uh, fricative uh, laden words, sparking backlash, sparking backlash. Ooh, oh, it sounds so violent. <sighs> Jason Aldean, the article says, Jason Aldean was even dropped by his PR team after he replied with humor in the comments of his wife's post. And Marin Morris tweeted in response to a post about Britney's joke, it's so easy to, like, not be a scumbag human. How lame is it that it's bad enough that someone like talks like like this. Like, you you take the time to write your bad speech, your bad speaking. She wrote, "It's so easy to like not be a scumbag human. Sell your clip-ins and zip it, Insurrection Barbie." There it is. The name calling. Not to mention this brain dead amateur doesn't know the first thing about the so called insurrection, which also, if it were real, which it was not, has zero to do with Jason Aldean's social media post and the award show. Marin Morris heard a buzzword on the TV that the media programmed her to memorize. It sounded powerful, and all the cool kids are saying it, so take my hand and let me pull you up onto the bandwagon. <laughs> That's right, sheep, all of them, 
sheep. Topic number two. The only thing dumber than the climate change hoax are climate change activists. This from the New York Times. Here's your headline. A climate activist set himself on fire on court at the Laver Cup. Ay, caramba! Ready for a whole lot of nothing? Here's the article. A protester set fire to his arm after running onto the court during a match on Friday at the Labor Cup tennis competition, stunning the capacity crowd at London's O2 Arena and briefly setting fire to the playing surface. Wearing a white t-shirt reading, End UK Private Jets, which could be the most specific protest slogan ever. What, no End UK Private Jets that are white that only leave from Heathrow Airport? Anyway, uh, the t-shirt read, End UK Private Jets, The protester, a young man, appeared on the court during the afternoon singles match between two tennis players that have complicated names that are irrelevant to my story here. The article says, sitting down near the net on Schwartzman's side of the court, the man briefly set fire to his right arm and to the court as security officials ran toward him. Number one, why is amateur nations go-to when it comes to protesting something always involving destruction of property? of others, of themselves. I know, you're frustrated. Ever consider critical thinking, logic, common sense, living your life? No? Number two. So, private jets, and especially United Kingdom private jets, that's the big polluter, the big problem in the climate world. Not that I'm advocating for the ending of commercial airlines, which obviously are more present in our skies, not China and India, the two biggest polluting countries on the planet. But no, it's United Kingdom private jets. It's here where I have to assume that this amateur has zero problems. This is the thing that gets his butt all puckered up. Number three. So he set fire to his arm. That quiet you hear are the thousands of UK private jets being powered down on runways. This is your captain speaking. Uh, Mr. Soros, Mr. Biden, Mr. Obama, we're going to have to shut it down, sirs. A man has set a small brief fire to one of his arms during a tennis match, so we'll have to ditch and decommission this plane. Uh, We're sorry for the inconvenience. The article says the protester appeared to immediately regret the decision to set fire to himself and quickly put out the flames with his other hand (laughs) while a small fire burned on the court next to him. A staff member smothered the on-court fire with a suit jacket while the protester calmly waited to be removed. World pollution problem solved! What about the pollution he caused from the smell of burning flesh and setting the court on fire? Where's that protest? And I love the fact that he does this in the middle of a court. He knows someone's going to stop him. He knows someone's going to run to his aid and throw a coat on him or put his fire out or hit him with a fire extinguisher. There's nothing brave about that. This amateur saw that famous photo of the Vietnamese Buddhist monk, I believe it's pronounced Thich Quang Duc, if I'm saying his name right, who burned himself to death in Saigon in the middle of an intersection in 1963 and thought, I can do that. I want to be on a Rage Against the Machine album cover. Time for some serious attention. Guess he ignored the science of, hey, fire is hot. Science, you crazy bitch. (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, Tick Quang Duck was protesting the persecution of Buddhists by the South Vietnamese government. This man was protesting something that directly affected him. And call it crazy all you want, that guy followed through. 
I challenge you to find an amateur during the George Floyd protests with such staunch convictions. This amateur sets fire to his arm at a tennis match and puts it out right away. By the way, how many guesses do you want regarding his appearance? Was he young and emotional or older and worldwise? Super fit alpha male or scrawny concave chested beta male? He's a complete amateur. I hope there's at least a little scarring so he has a permanent reminder of his day of stupidity. And when, someday, a woman he's interested in asks him, Hey, how'd you get that scar on your arm? He has to tell her... I set my arm on fire at a tennis match, so private jets in the United Kingdom only would stop flying. Ah, the self-cock block. He has to be honest with her because it's all over the internet. He can't lie about it. Please support the show by going to lucyantini.com and clicking on the yellow donate button for as little as a buck. A buck one time. And if all 750,000 of my listeners donated just one dollar, well, you know. I'd have that Lamborghini. Don't forget to follow me on Truth Social, LouSantini3, Instagram, Lou.Santini3, on Getter, at LouSantini, and subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube, where every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday with a 60-second video preview of the upcoming episode. Topic number three is next. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, the decline of common sense manners and social skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Hey, Pros Lucy and Titi here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just $11.48. The men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the waving American flag. T-shirts just $11.48. Please add $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend 50 bucks or more and your shipping is free. Available at lucantini.com slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half-off No Amateurs t-shirt today. Topic number three. I'm really going to enjoy this topic. I enjoy all my topics, but certain ones have a a certain amount of relish that goes with them, and here it is. You know, there are a lot of bad governors out there in the United States, but I think it's official. California Governor Gavin Newsom is the woke, the worst of all time. Having lived in California for 24 years, I can definitely say that California is a squandered jewel of a state. I can speak with authority and experience here. The best comparison about California I can make is with a car comparison. Gavin Newsom 
has run California into the ground the same way as if you were gifted a brand new Lamborghini Sion FKP37. That's a $3.6 million car, right? You get in the Lambo, you don't break it in, driving it slowly and steadily for the first two or 300 miles, getting it all lubed up and loosened up. No, no, no. You get the key, you stomp on it, you drive it hard nonstop. You don't stop for any fluids or tune-ups. You slam on the brakes. You don't gradually feather the accelerator. You ignore the check engine light. You ignore the regularly scheduled maintenance. You'd let anyone ride shotgun. You smoke in the car. You eat fast food in the car, stinking it up. You don't stop to use the restroom, but rather pee in a 64-ounce soft drink bottle and toss it onto the floorboard without a cap. You fart in it. You park in bad areas and scrape up the ground effects package against curbs. You leave it unattended and you never garage it. You don't wash it, but you tell others that it's perfect. That is California. How is Gavin Newsom the worst governor of all time? Here's a list of his accomplishments. When I lived there during the unnecessary shutdowns, Newsom was spotted eating at a super expensive restaurant called the French Laundry with his cohorts unmasked, sitting elbow to elbow. When I lived there, he closed down public schools, but his kids attended private school. He recently gave a speech in Texas about what our state can teach the other 49. The state that leads the nation in crime, poverty, and homelessness, and all the filth that goes with it. Oh, and speaking of homelessness, Newsom increased spending on the homeless issues, which is really a mental health issue. Trust me, I've lived there. By 28 times since he took office. Go on Street People of Los Angeles on Instagram for proof of that failure. He recently vetoed a bill proposing to expand mental health services at schools. And boy, if ever a state needed mental health boosts, it's California. He is delaying the release of student test scores from last spring until after the midterms. I wonder why. He wants California all electric when it comes to cars by 2035. And yet very recently had to ask its citizens to not charge their cars at home and turn their AC temperatures up. Here's a big one. President Coloring Book said the pandemic is over, yet Emperor Newsom still insists that the state of emergency continues. Is that not tyranny? Gas prices in California are $1.75 above the national average. Newsom wanted to limit Californians to 42 gallons of indoor water use per day. I'm sure he would have abided. Here's a fun fact. For 170 straight years, the population of California grew. In two years, Newsom reversed that trend. In fact, 260,000 taxpayers moved out in 2020. And trust me, more followed in 2021 and 2022. He tried to make it so minors could get vaccinated without parental consent. In California... 800 schools show that 75% of students do not read at their grade level. 50,000 kids were absent on the first day of public school this year. See mandates and shutdowns, the model for the nation. Hey, don't forget Newsom banning travel to the red states, 23 of them. Then he went to Montana for vacation. Californians, how much more of this do you need? What, the weather is so pretty? The nice restaurants? I know you got a job and a house and your kids in school there. A lot of other states. People move all the time. Leave the oppression. It will not get better. 
And by the time it does, you'll be broke. And if you're not broke, you're in on it. You're part of the problem. This corrupt, hypocritical, stupid, evil, power-hungry, Damien Omen of a president candidate must be stopped. When this amateur first class runs for president, shut him down immediately. I don't want any of that California bullshit. Don't worry, not on this show. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It's time for the a la carte segment. Here we go. It's fall, and that means pumpkin and everything. Pumpkin coffee, pumpkin beer, pumpkin toothpaste, pumpkin and pumpkin spice, making your favorite foods taste bad every fall. All right, so let me get this straight, college kids. You've been programmed to remain terrified of COVID and are still about masks and vaccines, but you'll change your sex without worrying about long-term effects of something so drastic. Speaking of which, I was near two college-age people the other day. One of them had a dog on a leash, cute dog. The other reaches down to pet the dog and says, is it a boy or a girl? The pet owner says, he's a boy. I don't know what their politics were at all, but it's funny how biology works everywhere but in humans. Maybe that dog feels like a girl dog. If only dogs could talk. Give it time, Pro Nation. Soon, Amateur Nation will be telling you that their pet told them that they identify as a different sex. New rule, if you're ever handed a wrapped present and you say to the gift giver, oh my God, what is it? You don't get that present. That is maddening. I see this on TV and movies and I've seen this in real life. Someone hands you a wrapped present. Oh, what is it? Open it. I overheard two women talking at my grocery store. One said, hey, did you get your kids vaccinated? The other one did not even pause. And she said, what I do with my kids is my business. That's a private matter. Oh, 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 I see. So if you're vaccinated and you want everyone else to get vaccinated, it's not private. We should just do it and shut up. But when asked if you made that mistake with your kids, now it's a private matter, knowing that you probably think that might have been a bad idea. So when I hear... When it comes to vaccines, well, that's a private matter. I'm assuming you realize that was a mistake and you regret it and are afraid of what will happen to your kids. Now that President Coloring Book has declared the pandemic being over, as if that made it official, I guess all those in the military who declined the untested gene experiment get their jobs back, yes? With full back pay? Oh, hey, another sexuality-based holiday is coming. Get thee to a card store. Heads up. Saturday, October 8th is International Lesbian Day. So be sure to give a hug to your favorite world-traveled lesbian. Oh, wait, I see. We're supposed to celebrate the huge accomplishment of being a lesbian worldwide. All hail lesbians! Ready for a drinking game? Do a shot every time Kamala Slingblade Harris says the word community in this clip. You ready? We invested an additional $12 billion into community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. Good thing you don't do a shot every time she says something stupid or cackled. You'd be dead before the end of this episode. Well, as I mentioned last week, to be on three pro things, you have to have something of good quality, something that is original, something that is done well, produced well, made in the USA, something that stands the test of time, a great accomplishment, 
These are three pro things. Number one, Dave Grubnick. Who? Well, if you're an NHRA fan like I am, you know he's the crew chief lead tuner for the top field driver, the queen of speed, Brittany Force, daughter of greatest of all time funny car driver, John Force. I've talked about Brittany setting track records on this show, and while she is an exceptional driver and lever off the starting line, you can't get it done without Grubby, the Australian-born man who has tuned Brittany's top field dragster to 25 track records which is a record in and of itself. If you're following the NHRA like I am, it's Britney's World Championship to lose this year. All she has to do is not screw it up because Dave Grubnick, <laughs> man, does not make mistakes. The man seems to be able to tune that car in any weather or climate or track conditions. Dave Grubnick. Number two. There may be hope for the NFL after all. Listen to Detroit Lions offensive lineman Dan Skipper talk with real gratitude about simply being able to play in the NFL and being thankful for the exclusive job that he has. He's been in the year uh, in the league for six years, bouncing around from team to team, never got to start. He made the practice squad or he came close a few times. Here it comes, amateurs. He was fighting for simply a spot on the roster for the NFL practice squads. Well, he got his first start on a team and got called up to play guard, despite it being a position that he hasn't played in a real game since his freshman year of college. So let's recap. A man who clearly has some skills makes you realize how tough it is to not only be a starter in the NFL, but be a star in the NFL, and even more so being a Hall of Famer in the NFL. But this guy is is scrounging. He's moving from team to team. Six years of just trying to get on the practice squad. And he gets called up to start in a televised game. And they say, well, you can't play the position that you're skilled in. Can you play guard? A job he hasn't done for six years. That's character. That's work ethic. That's gratitude. That's appreciation. That's professional. That is pro all the way. Listen to this audio clip, starting with the coach giving him props in the locker room after the game, and then his heartfelt press conference after that. Here's Dan Skipper. My sixth year in the league, and I've never made a team. I think I've had 20 NFL contracts. Like, they're not worth the paper they're written on, right? It's been such a long road. You know, I have six teams. Um, you know, and like I said, I've been cut all over and just having, uh, have my wife and kids here and everything else, you know, just, uh, really comes full circle. It can, you know, it kind of makes everything all worth it. Number three. Um, yeah. And speaking of success, we all want to be successful and being successful means something different for everyone. Not to mention there are various ways to be successful. Finance, love, relationships, mental and physical health, socially, whatever your success goals are, listen to this common sense quote from comedian and actor Zach Galifianakis. And this one in particular hits home with me because I admittedly have a hard time relaxing and resting. I like to always be busy and only take rest when I'm exhausted. I feel better when I'm doing stuff. I feel better about myself. Here's his quote. Destroy the idea that you have to be constantly working or grinding 
in order to be successful. Embrace the concept that rest, recovery, reflection are essential parts of progress towards a successful and happy life. It's not about being lazy, slacking off. It's understanding balance, and that's something I strive for every day in my life. Hey, hope you enjoyed the show. If I read your email to me on the air, you get a free No Amateurs t-shirt. You can email me, lou at lousantini.com. But if you're shy, the good news is No Amateurs tees are now half off while sizes and supplies last, that is. Find me on Truth Social, lousantini3, lou.santini3 on Instagram, at lousantini on Getter, and subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, oh, for sure, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. Bye, Lou. I'm gonna miss you.